Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Saturday, October 22nd. This is Anything Goes Podcast. Let's get it. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to back to the show. I'm going to say back because I'm going to assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our people, right? I'm going to assume <laughs> that, you know, I don't know. I guess I can't, I can't assume that because we do get new listeners. But uh, So welcome to the show or welcome back to the show. I'll say both of them. This is me, Chris. And of course, wouldn't be a show without Jimmy. Yes, sir. Hey, Chris, what's happening, man? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. So, yeah, yeah, I know. It's Saturday. It's not Friday. I'll, I'll get the hate mail, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Megan and I just got back from a cruise. And uh, quite frankly, uh, Friday afternoon, I was not feeling up to snuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot going on but it's good yeah. man lucky dog how was your trip uh you know it's, it's the second time i've been to bermuda uh i don't really go to go to bermuda <laughs> i just go for the cruise and the drink package um but we had a fun we had fun time we uh we rode some jet skis and that was an interesting experience to say the least we went on a nice uh, rum cruise uh, so we did some fun things there. Uh, didn't we didn't go out on you know too much of the island other than you know right where the cruise ships dock and that little little town that's right there. But uh, again, we've been there before, and and you know it's it's just yeah. if you've ever been there, it's like if you like to shop and you like to go sit at restaurants outside, then yeah, cool. But well, so but since you've been there before, like you kind of know the ropes and stuff, so yeah. you kind of know the do's and don'ts and whatever. So yeah. I mean. Like I said, I mean, if you if you if you're a restaurant a restaurant hopper, or you you know you like to go to like their downtown where they have just like massive amounts of like stores lining the streets and they plan for tours uh, and everything. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely, I mean, that's all it absolutely. Is. So um, if that's your thing, you'd have a great time. <laughs> for me, it was drink packages. Yeah, what's your thing? That's, yeah, <laughs> so you, if that's your thing, yeah. you have a great that's time. Not really, my thing, but. Uh, going there going there that's definitely my thing yeah um but hey we are what is today today's 22nd 31 days in october yep coming down to it Ooh, 17 days yeah 17 days until the election and uh things are shaking up pretty interesting do you do you think has there been any october surprise or whatever you there you hasn't know? been yet yeah, I mean, uh, I, it's been pretty quiet relatively. Like, there's yeah. weird stuff going on. Things the only are... thing, the only thing I'll say, and we'll get to it here in a minute when we talk about the Senate. Uh, but I always try to find like a non, like a a non like politically biased source for data on this stuff because you know, yeah, if, if you go to MSNBC, it's all going to be doom and gloom for the GOP. If you go to Fox, it's going to be doom and gloom for the Dems. You know, so I try to I try to find. Uh, agencies or places that that kind of they might have their biases but they they tend to also kind of go both ways you know what i mean yeah like they're not like yeah. solely so wall street journal uh is who i picked for this mm, yeah well, i mean they're hit yeah. or miss they're hit or miss yeah definitely definitely have a few misses in there um but so what they're showing right now is uh they did a breakdown of the house and senate races mm -hmm. um and the right now they're saying that democrats safe 
elections for the House is 177. That's safe. That's safe. That's like yeah. no doubt going to be done. Yeah. Safe for Republicans, 200. Wow. So, I mean, they're already starting off with a considerable lead, right? They yeah. only need 218 for control. Yeah. So they only need to win 18 more races of the. Yeah. What What else is left? I think there's. So, so then they said there's 12 races uh -huh. that are leaning Republican. Right. There are 19 that are leaning Democrat. Okay. So they still haven't caught up. Right. And then there's 27 toss ups. 27. Uh, so some of the toss ups are, are interesting. Um, a lot of them, I'm not sure, like New Rhode Island, I think, New Hampshire, uh, uh, Oregon. There's one in Oregon that they're that the uh, the Republican is now in the lead, polling wise. Yeah, and you never know. You never know until election day. Polls are you know as great as you. Yeah, the Pacific <laughs> Northwest has been kind of weird because they've been getting. You know they get ultra mm. liberal and because they're going for the the chop and yeah. you know the, yeah. and legalizing drugs and everything but then they're also like trying to secede or i forget i don't know if part of the state is trying to secede from, from the other yeah, part who knows. I don't know. so i mean the bottom line is, is even with even with their with their polling right here where, where they where they show races so basically they're saying that the republicans have 212 basically mm -hmm. right now um and the democrats have what 77 87 96 or 196 uh total with 27 toss-ups so th the republicans only have to win six yeah of those yeah of those 27 yeah i mean that's a pretty high probability hmm. uh my guess is and this is this has been my guess. These have been this has been my number for a while, is that the Republicans are end up with two thirty two. That's just my guess. Don't ask me off the top of my head how I get to that number, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But just from reading two thirty two. That's just, a that's a pretty solid majority. So two thirty two is my number, give or take one or two. So if it's two thirty one, I still win. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty close to the mark. Yeah, if you if you nail it like that, that's. We'll see. We'll so then, see. interestingly enough, we move to the Senate. And this is where, you know, Senate races are a lot different. Obviously, each state only has two senators. Yeah. So it's uh, a lot tighter, obviously. It's a yeah. lot tighter. Yeah, it so means a lot more. Right now, it says Democrats have 46 that are safe, mm -hmm. and Republicans have 46 that are safe. Mm. Uh, there's two that they have as leaning Democrat, there's three that they have leaning Republican, and there's three toss ups. Now these three toss-up states are huge because the margin just a couple of weeks ago, and we're talking about Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Nevada. The margin uh, that the Democrats had, so PA, I think two weeks ago, Fetterman had like a five or seven point lead. Well, it's down to like two. That can't be good. Oh, the trending is bad, yeah. and also their their margin of error is bad. Yeah, for for Democrats because obviously yeah, a lot of polls lean that way. Absolutely. So if if a Republican is within two, yeah, that means it's statistically a dead heat. Yeah, uh, at a minimum, and it could very well be going the other way. 
Um, you know, Fetterman just had Joe Biden come campaign for him. He's the only Democrat. Mm -hmm. He's the only Democrat who has had Biden come campaign for him. That should tell you something. And that's probably, you know, going to be detrimental to him. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not sure how popular Joe Biden is in Pennsylvania. Mm, I, yeah. That's his hometown. Wait a minute. I thought he, he has like 12 hometowns. I don't know. <laughs> every other, every other. It depends on which airport he lands in where his yeah, hometown is. Fair. Uh, yeah, I think. I think they most certainly are regretting that decision, um, especially yeah in Pennsylvania specifically. Yeah, um, and then so Georgia is uh, the the incumbent uh, Warnock, who is the uh, senator mm -hmm. right now, um, had a lead on Herschel Walker uh, by a con I think by ten points. Yeah, I wouldn't that one wouldn't surprise me if it but stays as of like yesterday it's only like three points mm. now you know there's this whole thing going on out there about you know did he pay for his one of his former girlfriend's abortions i don't know how much weight that's going to carry on anything herschel walker yeah um, i mean that's one of that that's the that was like their attempted at an october surprise on herschel walker was yeah 30 years ago he paid for an abortion for one of his girlfriends or something that certainly would make uh i mean I don't know how that's going to, I don't know how that's going to help in Georgia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, I could see it helping in Georgia just in general, just raising the abortion issue and somebody, although, you know, I think at this point, most people's minds are pretty darn set. Um, yeah. And, and you got to remember too, a lot of these states, uh, early voting has already started. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people have already, have already voted the way they're going to vote and, and that's just the way it is. And then you move over to the Nevada race. And I didn't really pay a lot of attention to this one uh, until really until the last couple of days when mm -hmm. I started reading about it. But uh, it, I mean, it looks like the uh, the Republican. I can't remember her name. Is it her? Is that a girl? Is that a girl? Oh, God, I don't remember. Um, but uh, that's statistically a dead heat now, too. So, yeah, the trend is definitely towards the towards the right, I guess. Yeah, and and surprisingly, you know, surprisingly to Democrats, apparently, uh, seventeen days out, the top issues are the economy and crime. Hmm. Ah, wow, they must have missed it. Uh, yeah, where have you been? Uh, and that's that's bad though, because I feel like anybody who's paying attention is recognizing like that. Yeah, this is completely different from what you've been saying. Like, I just don't buy yeah. your your bull at this point. Well, and I like to I like to use Val Demings uh, from Florida. She's running against Marco mm -hmm. Rubio. Um, you know, she was one of the champions in the House. She's a, currently a congresswoman. Uh, she was a champion in the House for the whole defund the police movement. Yeah. Well, about a month ago, uh, the polling came in, and uh, that wasn't a very successful message in Florida. So now, all of a sudden, she's out there fund the police, fund the police, fund yeah. the police, and she's a former sheriff or police chief uh in florida so the whole the whole thing of her you know even jumping on that uh defund the police thing was bizarre to me anyway yeah that was clearly pandering then yeah absolutely you know? that's absolutely what it was so it's going to be close in the senate i think i don't know i don't really have a prediction for the senate i'm thinking it stays 50 50. yeah i, I can't really predict much at all but i i definitely wonder i'm i mean 
very curious to see if we're going to see those like silent majorities kind of creep up and there'll be some huge surprises where it swings one way, you know, kind of like 2016 was with Donald Trump. I just feel like that was a big surprise. There was like, whoa. Yeah, because people aren't going to go out there and say they're going to vote for, you know, particularly a a Republican because they don't want to hear the, they don't want to hear the woke bullshit. You know, they're, they're tired of hearing it. So they're just not going to say anything and they're just going to go to the voting booths and they're going to vote. Yeah. And however that turns out is how it's going to turn out. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to also know a lot of the numbers on people kind of switching parties, people that were, because there's, you know, a difference when younger voters are kind of coming up and and selecting and and where the trend is there. But I'm, I'm real curious about people because I think more and more every day, people are getting more involved in politics at at a younger age. It just it's becoming more and more of a daily life thing for everybody. Well, it's becoming that way because it's becoming more and more apparent that policies, political decision making mm-hmm. is not good, has not been good and it's not good for the country. It's and a- even a kid coming out of college uh, quickly realizes that uh, some of this crap just doesn't go. Yeah. Well, that's why I just feel like a red wave just only makes sense because people are getting hit in their pocket oh. every day. Oh. It's just in their face. It's like, oh, I'm tired of this. And and the only people that aren't swinging to the right are people that, are, well, that they're the don't. Hard, yeah, they're the hardcore. We're never going to switch. Yeah, it's basically like, yeah, you know, I think all this stuff is crazy, but I need to have my abortions. So <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. You know, I need to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. Black so, Lives Matter. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's yeah, whatever. 100%. Pick your pick yeah. your pick single your, issue, but, but it like doesn't make any sense. Well, oh, well, I hate this guy because he wears blue socks or whatever. It's just, well, are you kidding me? But what are you comparing that to? Like just because you, you know, whatever, uh, have one issue or something, you're basically throwing the baby out of the bathwater, and it's not, you know, doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, and, and we're dealing with it here locally as well. Uh, we have an issue going on that we're going to talk about here. Um, about one of our elected officials who uh, basically is being ousted yeah. by the by the rest of the town commissioners. Um, and, you know, Frank, and listen, uh, this guy, me and this guy have gone back and forth on issues. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with him. You know, I probably agree with him 60% of the time, maybe a little bit more than that on issues. Um, but the way that they're doing it is shady as hell. And, you know, you talk about the good old boy system. We live in one of these towns. It's a small town. It's a, um, uh, I don't want to, is it really, are we still rural? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, it's a rural town. Um, Suburban, I guess, if you will. Yeah. And, um, and there's, so basically, basically what, what the, the argument is, is that, uh, a commissioner by the code of the city code uh, can't miss three consecutive meetings or they forfeit their position. Having said that, they can be excused. So the, the misses can be excused. So mm-hmm. this commissioner, um, and I won't use his name, but this commissioner uh, has been trying for a considerable amount of time to get a job with the within the airline industry. And he finally got it. Um, now he's a, it's, he's not flying or anything. So it's not like one of these jobs where he's going to be gone or anything like that. Um, 
but he had to go to Texas for training for a couple months. I think actually 90 days or something. So three months. Um, he advised them. He told them. Mm -hmm. uh, nobody seemed to have an issue of it. As soon as he missed that third meeting, the mayor, which we here we call the Burgess, mm -hmm. uh, the Burgess, which I don't think he actually has a vote. It's, I think it's just the commissioners, but he's certainly part of it. Mm -hmm. um, and the commissioners uh, basically voted him out. Right. He's an elected official by the people. He's a two. This is his second <clears throat> term that he's been elected by the people of this town. And they just by vote of two to one or yeah, I think it was two to one, uh, just voted him out and said, yeah, you're, you're done. You forfeit. Now, uh, obviously I've gone and done a little bit of homework. Um, and so the code again says that they cannot miss three consecutive meetings. They can be excused for reason, which he gave them. Um, and what was the other part? The qualification of an absence, right? Oh, no. Yeah. So because he, what it just says, was he technically? It says, can, uh, must attend. Right. That's the word they use. Mm. The code says, must attend three consecutive meetings. Well, it doesn't define attend. And he attended them virtually. Right. Uh, just as most meetings are held today, right. anyway. Just that like way. The, the Democrat COVID standard has become everything virtual. Exactly. Um, for the last two and a half years. Now, all of a sudden, virtual is not going to cut it. Now, all of a sudden, virtual is going to get you removed from political office that you were elected to by the people. So this has caused kind of a little bit of an uproar. Uh, whether, and like I said, whether you like the guy or not, um, people are not happy about how this process went because they went into closed session. Mm -hmm. They did it after hours, closed session, uh, didn't tell you know, didn't make any mention of what they were having closed session about, did this vote. And then basically the Burgess, mm -hmm. uh, sent this commissioner an email basically telling him that he has forfeited his position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly open to hearing both sides of this because, you know, we're kind of getting this information indirectly or maybe not the full picture, I should say. So, you know, there may be some more justification to it. I'd like to hear it, but there it's hard to believe that there isn't some backstory, well, some history. There is history. Right. And and if y'all remember, uh, I don't know, has it been a year? Almost a year ago when I went and spoke because mm -hmm. they removed an individual from the planning commission kind of this same way. He was... He was uh, away on vacation. Same guy, right? Same, yeah. Same yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He was away on vacation. And while he, everything was perfectly fine when he left, as soon as he went on vacation, they kicked him off the planning commission. Right. So it's obvious. Yeah. It's obvious that there's an ax to grind with this guy. And, and quite frankly, you know, he's the one guy on the commission that does not agree with them most of the time. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't just, rubber stamp stuff uh well and that's the thing i was going to say about it because yeah i may not agree with them a lot either or you know all the time however what from what i have seen he makes extreme effort to 
justify his actions, explain and re, and actually have discussion and not, he's not just sitting in the back in a, in a, in, in the basement with Joe Biden making right. shady deals or something right. behind closed doors. No, he's very out in the open and he, and I think he's pretty well reasoned well, in a lot of his cases. And then I'm aware of, he's the only commissioner that actually put stuff out to the people Yeah, um, through social media. Cause I, I'm, I'm, attached to all the other ones commissioners pages mm -hmm. and so i read uh and most of them just like repost like meetings and and stuff like that but they don't put out their own personal thoughts on the issues and things like that well this guy does and they don't like it hmm. they don't like that he does it so one of the other commissioners i actually uh uh reached out to him through social media and basically just telling him how disappointed you know because i thought this other commissioner was kind of a straightforward mm -hmm. uh, person too. Um, and basically I posted on his Facebook page. I'm like, you know, I'm really disappointed because I had you pegged as like a pretty straightforward guy. Congratulations, you fooled me. Yeah. Um, and so he sent me a message. Okay. And his message says, hi, Chris. I appreciate, I appreciate you reaching out. I'm unable to comment on any of the substantive <laughs> details from our closed meeting. However, once released... I think you'll find that you are not fooled. Just some operational perspective. If there are four commissioners at a meeting, it takes two to discuss a motion and three to pass a motion, mm -hmm. which to me sounds like he's indicating that he voted yeah, against. Exactly. It. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you have any further questions. Happy to discuss over the phone or in person. Yeah. All right. No, that, yeah. Well, you, you're not willing to discuss it because you just told me that you can't because you did it in closed session. I think he just wants to, he could probably convey that a little bit more clearly in a conversation without divulging details, yeah. but at getting least, the point at least across. representing himself. Yeah, yeah, he can, yeah, he can explain reason. without explaining the details of what, right. what's being said behind closed doors and who's saying so what. So my response to him was, thanks for the response. The problem is these things are rarely, if ever, end up getting released which almost always results in the skepticism we have about our government. Yeah. So there are a number of questions that many people have about this, this particular issue, especially given that a commissioner is elected by the people, this commissioner, I won't say his name, and I have disagreed on several things, but the appearance here is that this is a behind closed doors power play as a continuation of previous removals. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so then he responded again. Okay. He said, Hey, thanks for the follow-up. In this case, all the information will be made public. Mm. A summary, which doesn't sound like everything, if it's a summary, mm -hmm. uh, will be read, motions and vote tallies read. So they are going to say who voted for it, it sounds like. At least that's the promise. And uh, believe me, and I'll, I'll get to it, but believe me, I will hold him accountable to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm super miffed that we can't say anything but I can promise that once we can, it will all make sense. Yeah, I, I, it sounds to me like this individual is firmly standing his ground in his right. opposition. Or, or whatever his side yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, the implication like obviously opposition. is. It's a, I'm just, this is my speculation right. that he opposes it and, is, and wants to make sure that that gets out because he sees the uproar about it. He yeah. sees the the frustrations that that this is unacceptable given that 
this that the commissioner was an elected individual and that has consequences um down the road right so he went he went a little further and he said uh what what will be made clear why we went into closed meeting over public Mm -hmm. uh, what vote actually meant and communication breakdowns so that's gonna be Hmm. he and and now i'm i'm my interest in those three parts are i'm not confident that the burgess is going to stand up and make any of those claims so i'm wondering if he's saying that that's what he's going to discuss when it's his opportunity as the because all the commissioners get their chance to you know open mic night um so all the commissioners get their chance to to say what they want to say so i'm I'm, i'll be curious to see if those are the three things because again those are the things i'm going to hold them accountable to he just that's the promise he made to me yeah so uh those are the things i'm going to hold them accountable to um now i'm not sure if i'm going to get up and speak because i i think that well let me let me back up a little bit so there were no scheduled meetings or anything to discuss this with the public but because i think they see the swelling of kind of outrage about this uh they've now scheduled a meeting uh it's on the 26th of october um and I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, I just, I'm just, I, I'm going to go. I think there will be a lot of people there. Yeah, there's attempting a, to speak. There seems a lot of interest and I don't necessarily need to get up and speak. I'm quite sure that most, I mean, if, if I, I, I might sign up to speak, but then by the time it gets to me, if everything that I wanted to yeah. address has been addressed, I'll just right. forego my, uh, you know, dupl- what is it? Duplicative. Is that the word? Yeah. Uh, redundant maybe yeah yeah um you know questions uh but i do have some i do have some questions like define attend the code doesn't define it so what does attend mean yeah i mean i think by that time that stuff is going to be hashed out it right i think if it's going to continue to be contested my guess is that this will be overturned well this meeting this meeting is a judge's there's a judge that's actually going to be there okay that's basically going to review the process how it was done all these things to explore if this was a legitimate expulsion Mm -hmm. of an elected official yeah well i think that decision is going to already have been made by the time this meeting occurs and you know there's not much that the public comment is going to really do at this point well but what it is going to do i think think you're going there yeah it's going to affect the future uh also whereas it's going to give them an idea how people feel about it and how they're going to vote yeah. down the road. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's what's going to be made clear. Yeah. You know, if this stands, uh, yeah. if this stands the way it is now and he's removed, mm-hmm. first of all, I hope he runs again because he'll get elected. Yeah. He'll get reelected. Yeah. Um, and it might mean that they're not going to get re-elected. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, so. I think that's why I don't, I feel like there's been enough of an outrage about it that it's and it's just, and it's good because it's been consistent among supporters and non-supporters or whatever because it's just bad policy it's bad, well, it's execution. bad optics. yeah exactly it's certainly bad optics yeah it well it's bad optics but it's it's unacceptable uh shady behavior well yeah and it's, now you're you're set you're setting the bar to allow 
any any commissioners, any future commissioners that are in there to define what it is to be in attendance at a meeting for removing another commissioner. I mean, you've you've basically just created that. Yeah. Well, I mean, my problem is that it seems like they're just trying to find a loophole. Absolutely. They have a goal. They want to bully and they want to get accomplish their goal and whatever they're going to do, they're going to try to find a way to do it. So um, this is just the route they took. It's probably not going to work. And then they'll move to something And if this else. guy had just gotten that damn bridge fixed, he'd have got GD's vote, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside joke Maybe, from one of, my, yeah. one of my listeners out there, GD. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's uh, coming. We'll see. Um, so uh, maybe he'll maybe he'll answer his call now. He gets his support. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, you know we're fortunate enough where we live in one of the more moderate. I, mean, I can't call it a Republican district anymore because it's not. It's like basically fifty fifty now. But as far as Maryland goes, we're pretty uh, yeah. we're pretty conservative by Maryland standards. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will continue the conversation. All right, we are back. So again, that meeting here in Walkersville, Maryland will be on the 26th. Now, conveniently, they made it for eight o'clock at night. I don't know if that's to stem. Well, I was going to say, because if that's a, you said an open mic night, yeah. like all the commissioners speaking yeah. and they, they, yeah. they said everybody who wants to speak will have a chance to speak, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, my guess is, is they're going to limit them to a minute. Well, if it, uh, well, because normally it's three minutes. Um, my guess is if they get a ton, um, they're going to end up limiting it, limiting it to a minute well, because the commissioners, little... the commissioners can speak as long as they want. Right. Um, that's you know, a little and unreasonable, whatever. but yeah. Um, but you can also submit electronic uh, uh, messages to be read. And supposedly all of those are going to be read too, but those have to be in by the 24th. So uh, if you're a Walkersville listener, hmm. um, go. you can go on Facebook and uh, go to most of the... Um, you know, commissioners pages or the town page itself. And it gives you the email address that you can uh, email your comment in. And supposedly those are all going to get read, but moving on. Hmm. So, you know, the crime in New York, the subway crime has escalated uh, here recently. There's been a big spike in uh, attacks and robberies and all these things on their subway. So the brilliant mayor of New York, uh, he did say they were going to increase police presence on the subways. Genius. I mean, <laughs> that's what they've been. That's what people have been recommending you do for basically your whole time in there. It's going to put both policemen they have left. But he's got a suggestion for people riding the subway to help to help stem the flow of crime. What's that? You ready for this? Get your vaccine. No, no not, <laughs> it's almost as good. Don't wear headphones. <clears throat> yeah, that's his advice. Don't wear headphones because that's going to stop crime. Yep. On the subway. Be alert. Be al yeah. stay alive. Or stay alert. Stay alive. People, people are geniuses. <laughs> right. That's going to fix everything. Yeah. Not. Hey, how about we actually do something to deter the criminals and you know crazy people that are doing bad things. Yeah, I mean, 
it's your fault they're doing it it is it is you, know, you shouldn't dress like that chris they're, that's right that's why they're googling you that's right. it's your fault <laughs> uh so a reporter asked our astute president a question okay about jill uh, and the question was uh does jill want you to run again hmm. now the issue here is not joe's answer the issue is like apparently when he got asked that question his pause was like lengthy <laughs> where'd joe go like this is his pause i'm like i'm pa i'm pause i'm joe <laughs> And it took the TV host to snap him out of it. Like he, he, he was like legitimately lost at the question. End of question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Made in America. <laughs> you may answer now. So I, I'm not sure uh, if it, if it says how long, I'm sure they timed it. I'm sure they timed the pause. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't give the time, but it was it was very, very noticeable uh, because everyone was like, uh, did he fall asleep yeah. with his eyes open or what? Uh, what's going on there, Joe? So, yeah, again, you know, I'm he can't even handle like one on one private interviews. No, I know. Like, I know. I don't know. This, this is getting worse by the day. It is. And, and it's, it's we're sad. not. But we're but we're like what not even halfway through his second no, his first term not even half not even january half. will be half so yeah we got two i mean which is the saving grace to that is um you know if the if the republicans at least take the house then he's going to be a lame duck president and he's not going to be able to yeah. push anything else through that's that's really going to be the only saving grace um well, I was wondering if the reporter was trying to give him an out like i feel like everybody's going to be trying to give him an out like sure what here's your opportunity yeah, to well, say we, well how hard how hard would it have been just to say yeah absolutely she wants me to run again she absolutely supports whatever decision i make but i think they they all want <laughs> they all want him to say no because they want him <laughs> they want him to figure out how he's going to step away which he stated from the get-go yeah that for any reason you know he basically was laying the groundwork that he was going to step down yeah i mean all he's got to do is cite like a, a health condition like you know and it doesn't have to be his dementia that he so evidently has it can <laughs> just be you know, whatever he can't travel around yeah. no, he's just got a stutter chris yeah i mean he was raised in the puerto rican community the black community <laughs> <laughs> i mean depending on what airport he lands in that community mm -hmm. uh i mean he was a truck driver. He flew airplanes. He was a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I mean, all these things that are patently false and verifiably false. Uh, he's done them all. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it is sad. I, you know, I disagree with the guy politically, obviously, uh, but it is sad to see the amount of decline that he's going through very publicly. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like he's forced into it. So that, I mean, that's my problem is I don't really have, I don't feel bad because he's doing it all to himself. Like he, and he's not acknowledging any of it. Doesn't want, nobody is, nobody around him that should be helping and supporting him and saying like, 
no, we need to take this guy away. We need to acknowledge that this doesn't. Is, no, is because a they did, he's he's easy for them to feed the narrative to because he's just going to regurgitate, even though he can't actually regurgitate right. it effectively. He's still going to go out there and say basically what they want him to say. But the, but the White he still has gaffes all the time, and the White House has to come behind him and clean up his mess, and that's just going to make. I mean, I think that's bad for them. Yeah. If I was advising them, I'm like, you're screwing yourselves over because you you have to make up these blatant lies yeah. and everybody's seeing it. So they're not going to trust you yeah. later on. Well, he got asked he got asked a question. Uh, of course, <clears throat> Peter Ducey <laughs> from uh, Fox News uh, asked him a question when he was either getting on Air Force One or getting on Marine One, one of the two. And Ducey yelled out, do you think crime is a major issue for these midterm elections and joe's response was yeah i believe crime is a huge issue and we have a great record on it yeah really where's your where what what record are you looking at because i mean but i think honestly they think that just because they say it everyone's going to believe them i mean if, if those words come out of their mouth they're going to be instantly believed because they said it even though there's like a thousand pieces of evidence to go against exactly what they're saying. So I don't know. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's sad to me because again, I've said it a million times. I don't ever want our president to fail because if our president fails, that means that our country fails on the global, you know, they, everything's global. Now we're a global economy. We're a global whatever. Um, And so, you know, if our president fails or is failing, then our country is failing because yeah, just, that's the perspective the rest of the world has on it. Yeah, it's a bigger hole we got to dig out of. So uh, it's it's sad. <laughs> it's sad to me that that's the uh, that's kind of where we are. And uh, you know, and and here's another sign of the times for you: Pelosi and uh, good old Steny Hoyer here from the state of Maryland. Uh, they're a little worried about uh, what's going to happen. Seventeen days. Because they came out yesterday and they had a big speech out on the steps of the Capitol, basically begging every Democrat in the country to funnel money to them <laughs> to, for for the for these campaigns and elections and stuff. Uh, I, too little, too late. Um, you guys chose your messaging uh, two years ago, at least, if not a little longer. Um, and you chose your messaging and you chose to stick with it until a month before the election. And now you're going to suffer the consequences uh of of those unpopular stances that you took so <laughs> so anyway ladies and gentlemen hey i know it's saturday i didn't do it on friday eh, blah 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 i said that at the beginning i'm gonna whatever but uh you're getting your damn show on saturday today <laughs> um so but we will uh be back trash talking tuesday uh and we'll talk to you then <laughs>